Welcome to the Bariatric Nutrition Coach Podcast, where we empower you with weight loss surgery, nutrition knowledge, mindset advice, and inspiration, so you succeed in your weight and health journey. I'm your host, Jane Stoltz, and I am a bariatric dietitian who has helped over 1,300 people on their weight loss surgery journeys. I'm also a solo mum, lover of long walks while listening to podcasts, partial to a glass of wine, and the ocean is my happy place. Join me as I dive deep into bariatric nutrition and lifestyle topics and deliver them to you in bite-sized, palatable episodes every Monday. Now let's go. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Bariatric Nutrition Coach Podcast, episode 39. And I'm going to be talking about eating cycles today. And you might be thinking, what is Jane going to talk about? I don't quite know what she means. So listen up because I think you're going to find it really interesting. And I'm going to ask you to reflect on which eating cycle do you think you are in at the moment. So with each eating cycle, I'm going to talk about why, what is the driver to start that eating cycle? When do you eat? What do you eat? How do you eat? How much do you eat? And where do you use your energy? So I'm going to break each of the eating cycles down, give examples, and going to ask you at different points to reflect on what do you relate to. And this is about having greater understanding of your eating cycle, your eating patterns, and your eating triggers. So the first eating cycle I want to talk about is called the restrictive eating cycle. And you may know it by another name. It's called being on the diet, basically. So what drives this eating cycle? The why and the driver are rules. Diets have rules. You should do this, you shouldn't do that. And eating this, not eating this, good, bad foods. So rules are what drive this eating cycle. When do you eat according to the rules? You eat when you're told to eat on that diet, whatever that diet is, what do you eat? You eat good food or allowed food. So the dieting industry and people's history of diets, many people will use, and you may still use this, good food, bad food. Good food, I'm allowed. Bad food, I'm not allowed. How do you eat? You eat rigidly. So there can be rules with different diets, but it's rigid, it is not relaxed, and it's not about listening to your body. So how much do you eat in this cycle, the allowed amount? And there's restriction. So I relate that very much to the how. It's rigid. You're not listening to your body. You're not listening to your hunger and fullness cues. And then where do you spend your energy in the restrictive eating cycle? You spend it on doing the diet because dieting is high energy. You're thinking all the time. You're very conscious of what you're eating and when and counting calories or whatever it is for you as well as many diet people in restrictive eating cycles in the dieting also will exercise. And that's where you use your energy and really put your focus. It can be very, dieting can be very all-consuming. And you probably listening to this and saying, yep, Jane, I know exactly what you mean. Most people come into their bariatric journey having dieted for many, many years. So I would suspect you would understand what I'm talking about In this restrictive eating cycle, I'm going to ask you to reflect. If you are post-bariatric surgery, are you still a bit in this cycle? Are you still a bit in the 
high level of rules, good food, bad food, not listening to hunger cues, restricting what you eat or the amount you eat, and then getting extra hungry in between your meals. So you may still be in this restrictive eating cycle. And many people are because old habits die hard and that's what you've known for many, many years of dieting. And that's how you're doing your bariatric journey because you haven't been shown there's another way. So we've just touched on the restrictive eating cycle. So that's the restrictive eating cycle. And you will not be able to stay in a restrictive eating cycle forever. And you know that you can never stay on a diet forever. It is not realistic. Your body is going to drive you to leave that cycle. So what happens? You are going to move from the restrictive eating cycle and the very common next eating cycle that follows a restrictive eating cycle is the overeating cycle. And I put it that you bounce out of a restrictive eating cycle or jump from a restrictive eating cycle to an overeating cycle. You don't wander in from one cycle to another. You really move there quickly. You've had it, you can't maintain that restrictive eating cycle and you go into an overeating cycle. Now, what are the drivers for an overeating cycle? The driver of the why are triggers. So it could be just, I'm not getting the results that I want on my restrictive eating cycle. I'm over being hungry. Certain emotions come up. There's a range of things that will drive people into being an overeating cycle. And you may want to be reflecting on this when you're listening and saying, what do you relate and what can you relate to you? Because it is very common. This is the, the typical you're dieting, restrictive and overeating. So you have the triggers ask you or get you to leave the restrictive eating cycle into an overeating cycle. When do you eat in this cycle? They're external or emotional cues. And Relating it to the bariatric journey, I relate this very much to that emotional eating, non-hungry eating, or certain triggers that really ask you to reach back for some of those key foods that were there for you before surgery that led you to being overweight and obese in the first place. This non-hungry eating, there are often very much emotional cues. What? Tempting food or comfort food. So when you're in the overeating cycle, I say, you don't reach for salmon and broccoli. It's generally particular foods that you go for. People often have their similar foods. It may be salty, crunchy. It may be sweet. And certain foods are what you automatically go for. How do you eat when you are in this cycle? Mindlessly, quickly, and often secretly. And that's very common because even though you're being triggered and you're doing this cycle of eating, you're aware that's not really what you want to be doing. So mindlessly, quickly secretly you will eat people eat and you may be reflecting on this yourself mindlessly you're not listening to your body and stopping when you've had enough you're eating quickly because you want the food to disappear and how much do you eat in this cycle until the food is gone often or you're uncomfortable so it's that mindless eating so where is your energy going in this eating cycle your excess fuel is being stored and so this is the cycle where people will gain weight okay and what happens is people you may feel embarrassed shame disappointment in yourself and then that can lead people or yourself you might want to reflect on this to go back into that restrictive eating cycle I've got to be get back on the wagon so to speak I've got to go back and start following the rules 
And this is the yo-yo dieting. This is a very common yo-yo dieting that I'm sure you're relating to. But we're just putting maybe some different words and really around this yo-yo dieting, these eating cycles, and also we're breaking it down a little bit more than maybe you have in the past. The third eating cycle, and there's a third eating cycle, you're probably saying, thank goodness, because I don't really love either of those other ones. What else is there? The third eating cycle is called the intuitive eating cycle, or you can call it the mindful eating cycle. And that's the goal when I'm working with clients after bariatric surgery. That is the goal we're working towards. Does it happen overnight? No, it doesn't. Because the years of dieting have really programmed the way you approach your health and your weight. And we need to challenge um, those thoughts and those default habits. And we do it in my coaching program slowly. And we do it very mindfully of what we're working on with this instinctive or mindful eating cycle as our goal. Now tell me, is this you? You have had your bariatric surgery and you're feeling lost. You're lacking support and you don't know what to eat and when. Or you may have noticed after your surgery, your hunger and cravings have started to return and you are scared you won't reach your goals. You may have had some weight regain and you wanna stop the weight regain and lose some more weight. You may be pre-surgery and you want support to be fully prepared for your weight loss surgery journey. If any of these sound like you, then listen up. I have developed my bariatric nutrition bootcamp just for you. My coaching program provides education, coaching and community for people getting ready for their weight loss surgery and at every stage after their surgery. There are four key areas that I focus on with my clients in my bariatric nutrition bootcamp. One is the bariatric nutrition basics. You will learn what and how to eat so you feel satisfied, reach your protein and fluid goals and have less cravings and know how to manage your hunger in the future. Meal ideas and meal planning. You'll learn to plan meals and snacks that you like so you have great options on hand when it comes time to eat. Also, we focus on mastering weight regain habits, identifying any habits that are stopping you from reaching your goals and create manageable strategies to get back on the straight and narrow so you can manage your weight for the rest of your life. And also I focus with my clients in my bariatric nutrition bootcamp on learning to trust your body and food. Start to enjoy your food again by relearning to listen to your body cues so you have less guilt and improve your relationship with food and your body. If you are ready to maximize your weight loss surgery results, feel confident in your journey and be led with support and expert guidance, then the Bariatric Nutrition Bootcamp is for you. If you would like to know more about my coaching program, check out the link in the show notes. Now, let me explain what this looks like. So why this eating cycle is fuel. And so does that mean that you can't have things you enjoy? No, it's not. But we are eating regularly and we're eating in line with your appetite. And yes, in the early to medium days after weight loss surgery, 
you are not going to be able to tap into and have a clear, necessary clear appetite, easily identified. But that is what we're working towards because in time, you are going to have more awareness of your hunger and fullness cues. And that is something that I'm very passionate about. Uh, my clients, even in the early days, starting to listen to their body more, starting to practice mindful eating because over that first couple of years, there's a lot of change and you're going to get more in touch with your hunger and fullness cues. But in the instinctive eating cycle, so about eating raw, fueling your body, giving your body fuel and nourishment. When you're eating when you're hungry, you're eating in line with your hunger and fullness cues. So this is our goal. It's not necessarily the early days after weight loss surgery, but we still bring in aspects of this. What do you eat? You eat what you choose. You eat foods that are good for you, but you really enjoy. I bring this in a lot with clients that start working with me and say, well, I'm eating this but I for good protein, but I don't really enjoy it. And I say, we're going to find foods, meals, flavor combinations that you really enjoy that are still going to support your journey. That's so important. Do you need more crunch? Do you need more sweetness? We need to make sure we've got a varied and enjoyable diet or you're not going to be able to stay in this eating cycle. And it's not about being deprived after bariatric surgery. And if you are feeling in that deprived space, that restrictive space, you are not going to be able to stay there forever. So in the instinctive or mindful eating cycle, how do you eat? You eat intentionally. And if you've listened to some other thing, other podcasts and and my Instagram and things that I talk about, I talk a lot about intentionally eating, small bites, chew well, eat slowly, stop when we're satisfied. Because you know, not too long, you're going to have another meal. And it's okay, you don't have to eat, and we don't want to eat until we're full and uncomfortable. We want to eat until we're satisfied. And that is a really big challenge for many people. And it's nothing to be feel down about or like it's just you. It's very common. Often we're brought up to finish what's on our plate or there was food scarcity. There's a lot of reasons why we eat until we can't eat anymore. That's what we've been doing for years and that's what we want to challenge and we can challenge that and we can learn to stop eating when we're satisfied. And that leads to how much you eat. You eat, you're satisfied, you're hungry, you're physically satisfied. And where do you use your energy? You use your energy in more in living your life because you're listening to your body and you're getting that rhythm and listening to your body and hunger and fullness cues. And that is helping guiding your intake. And also in this cycle, you've worked through a lot of that non-hungry eating and you're really good at managing and being aware of your triggers that lead you to non-hungry eating and managing that. And it's not about being perfect. And can you be in an instinctive eating cycle, mindful eating cycle, for a period and then kind of leave and go into one of the eating cycles yes you had to bring yourself back and that's what I talk about and I work on with my clients and coach them through that all the time in my bariatric nutrition boot camp I focus with my clients on building healthy habits I call them weight loss surgery success habits and they are included in this cycle and I mentioned some of them small bites too well eat slowly not drinking yet on either side of meals, regular meals, listening to the body, plating your food up in a way that helps you prioritize protein. And all of these weight loss success habits are so important. If I'm working with a client from 
the early days, I start with these from week three. And no matter after that, when someone starts working with me, we are coming back and working with them on these habits. Is it what you eat after bariatric surgery and body? Yes, it is, but also it is how you eat. And the how you eat can really set you up to making it easier to make better choices and prioritizing your protein after bariatric surgery. The habits that get you the best result from your weight loss surgery are the same habits that we want you to be practicing long-term to keep your weight loss surgery results. So I just want to recap on three eating cycles that I've talked about today. The first one was the restrictive eating cycle. And everyone listening probably does relate to that. You know, it's the dieting being very rules-driven, good food, bad food. The second eating cycle is the overeating cycle. And we all know that as well. It is triggered by emotions, physical. They could be environmental triggers. It can be that your food that you love, that calls your name, so to speak, appears in the tea room at work or gets brought home or often it is emotional non-hungry eating and that is the overeating cycle but there's a third eating cycle that we are working towards instinctive eating cycle or mindful eating cycle being very mindful about when we eat with compassion and in this cycle as well it's about enjoyment listening to the body and it's also not about perfection And I talk a lot about that because you are never going to stay in one eating cycle for the rest of your life. It really is about awareness and knowing the the tools and strategies to bring yourself back into that place and that zone where you want to be. So thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you found this interesting. I hope it has asked you to think about things in a maybe a slightly different way or a bit more awareness about where you are and what eating cycle you are and your eating cycle. So thank you so much. I really appreciate your support. I would love you to spend a couple of minutes and rate my podcast or leave me a review. That would be wonderful. I read them all. I so appreciate all the support I've been getting with my podcast. It really helps when there's a review or rating. It really helps people decide whether or not to listen to my podcast. So if you find value, I would love you to do that. Thank you so much. And I look forward to being back in your ears next week. Bye.